0: sin, guilt, bondage, confusion, misinformation, fear, helplessness, etc., all are hallmarks of the world's journey. But it doesn't have to be that way, not for you. Would you like a peace that passes understanding? Would you like an ever-present help in the time of trouble? Would you like to start all over again, as clean and white as the freshly fallen snow? Would you like a new identity, a new name, a new father, and a new and very real purpose? Would you like a life filled with excellent expectations where everything, where everything works to your good, even things which on the surface appear very bad? Then you need to be born again in Christ Jesus, born a second time. Today there's good news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Does all of this sound slightly bizarre? Be assured, it is all true. Click on the Further with Jesus for immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. God said Genesis eight twenty one, and the Lord smelled a sweet savour, and the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more everything living as I have done. God said Exodus chapter thirty verses one through seven, and thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon of shittim wood shalt thou make it a cubit shall be the length thereof and a cubit the breadth thereof four squares shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof, the horns thereof shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, the top thereof, and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof, and thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. And two golden rings shalt thou make to it under the crown of it by the two corners thereof, upon the two sides of it shalt thou make it, and they shall be places for the staves to bear it withal. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony, before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. When he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense upon it. God said, Exodus chapter 30, verse, uh, verses, excuse me, 34 through 36. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, stack tea and onycha. And galbanum, these sweet spices with pure frankincense, of each shall there be a like weight. And thou shalt make it a perfume, a confection after the art of the apothecary, tempered together pure and holy. And thou shalt beat some of it very small, and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation where I will meet with thee, it shall be unto you most holy. God said Exodus chapter 30 verses 23, 24, and 25. Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels, after the shekel of the sanctuary, and an oil, olive, and hen. And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be an holy anointing oil. Special note, the word sternly commands against duplicating the above formulas for personal use or for commercial production for the purpose of retailing the product. Man said, the Bible is not the holy inerrant word of God. The Christian God did not author the scriptures through holy chosen men. It is just the book of ancient irrelevant writings of mere mortals. Now the record. Several times on this website, we mentioned that numerous emails have been sent to God said, man said, demanding that we prove God without the Bible. That is enormously simple to do. But what God? Of the plethora of the world's gods, which one is the real G-O-D? At the time of this airing, this website hosts in text and streaming audio 341 feature articles. Every Thursday, God willing, it grows by one. This information proves scholastically and pragmatically that the Bible is the supernatural, inerrant word of the living God, the creator of all things visible and invisible. Nobody has a book like this book. No one book or combination of all the world's greatest religious books, including those promoting the doctrines of evolution, can stand in the presence of the Holy Bible. They must all bow down and do obeisance. That's just the way it is. Imagine these marvelous words found in the Holy Scriptures declare the issue thousands of years before man began to discover the reason why. This does not happen in just one obscure case, but hundreds and hundreds of times. This is proof that God is, and that only the Creator could have all these marvelous insights that science has just begun to plumb. Note. Several items of research foundational to this feature are being lifted from the God Said, Man Said article, Smell. This week's feature deals with the subject of the nose and smell. God's emphasis on the nose with its sense of smell is striking, placing it in a prominent position in the function of life. In Genesis 2-7 that we read earlier, it reads, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. The following research in the article, Smell, points to the biological headship of the nose and the sense of smell. Of the five senses, smell elicits the quickest recognition and response from the brain. Odors activate nasal cavity nerve cells, which then transmit impulses to the limbic portion of the brain, which is linked to emotions and memories. Therefore, it's believed that some odors provoke emotional responses, Our sense of smell may also affect our physiology. The limbic system activated by the hypothalamus, which sends messages to the pituitary gland, the latter is in charge of hormones that control many of our bodily functions, lending some researchers to hypothesize a relationship between odors and the systems governing some basic drives and instincts, among them hunger, sex, fear, and aggression, end of quote. Again, from the article, Smell, Dr. Rattay from his book, A User's Guide to the Brain, reports the following. Olfactory nerves project directly into the amygdala and olfactory cortex, parts of the limbic system, without any mediation through the thalamus. The olfactory nerves have a hotline to the emotional brain, and only then is the information sent to the orbital frontal cortex for more associating, inhibiting, and further processing. The smell connection is much faster and more decisive than the systems for the other senses, and not much filtering goes on before action is called for by the emotional memory, end of quote. When the word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Bible, see which Bible, declares a position, wise men and women get in line. The centrality of the nose and smell is stunning. Again from smell, science news weighs in. In an article written by John Travis titled Dialing Up an Embryo in Science News, the following findings were outlined by biologist William Dreyer concerning olfactory receptors, which of course are essential, Uh, to the sense of smell. In the August 4 proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, Dreyer lays out the provocative idea that cell surface proteins in the nose that detect odors also help assembly embryos. He asserts that these olfactory receptors and related proteins act as identifiers that helps cells to find their intended neighbors in a developing embryo, much like the last few digits of a telephone number, help identifying the person's phone. I've been searching for these last digits for 20 years, says Dreyer, a biologist at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena. No one can say for sure it's true, but I'm up to 90% confident. And again from the article, last year, Dreyer plunged into genomics, a fledgling field that employs computers to survey the flood of data on newly isolated genes. He began to examine databases of express sequence tags, which represent fragments of genes that are active in cells, searching through large EST databases. Dryer found that ESTs from the liver, lung, prostate, eye, kidney, heart, testes, and other tissues match olfactory receptor genes. His survey, supported by several studies from other research groups, suggests that all tissues make at least a few olfactory receptors. What are they there for? They're not there to smell the roses, contends Dryer. They're there for the receptor gradients that pull all types of cells together, end of quote. The practice of aromatherapy, which is just finally entering the mainstream, promotes the concept of the absorption of essential oils through the pores of the skin or inhalation through the nose. The molecules of these oils enter the nervous system via the bloodstream, affecting the well-being of the individual. But believe me, it is much more than that. God speaks to wayward Israel in Amos chapter 5, verse 21. I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell... In your solemn assemblies. In the temple of the Lord, from whence Israel gained her direction, the day began with the burning of sweet incense. Another aromatic product used in the temple was holy anointing oil. Ingredients such as myrrh, cinnamon, sweet calamus, and cassia were mixed with olive oil to create God's very fragrant and holy anointing oil. Smell is serious business. On this website, frequent reference is made to the 180 principle. This principle will become obvious in the issue of the nose and smell. A circle is made up of 360 degrees with 180 degrees representing two points exactly opposite one from another. There are only two camps, God's or Satan's. There are only two camps. There are no gradated positions, levels of unwilling ignorance, but not gradation. Following our examples of the 180 principle, God is life, Satan is death, God is love, Satan is hatred. God is light. Satan is darkness. God is faith. Satan is unbelief. God is a sweet smell. Satan is the smell of death. Inherit within each of God's directives is a blessing or a curse. This is simply the benefit of doing it right or the damage one incurs from doing it wrong. Concern abounds in regard to airborne illnesses, especially in the hospitals, doctors' waiting rooms and emergency rooms, and also in the general community with its sneezing and coughing. Could God's aromatic directives, which do not mask odors but actually consume them, be a secret preventative measure? The following excerpt is from the July through 2007 release found in Mercola.com. Headline, Researchers Discovers Antiviral Properties of Cinnamon with a Hint from the Bible. Professor Michael Ovedia, a spiritual scientist from Tel Aviv University has signed a research and license deal on his patent-pending cinnamon extract, which has potent antiviral properties. He received the hunch for his breakthrough research while listening to a reading from the Old Testament. The passage explains how the high priests would prepare holy oil, which they applied to their bodies before making a ritual animal sacrifice. Ovadia had a hunch from this oil, which was prepared with cinnamon and other spices, was in fact a means of preventing the spread of infection to other people. However, the cinnamon extract Ovadia has created is not equivalent to eating regular cinnamon. It is extracted from a special variety of cinnamon, uh, coumarin, and cinnamon uh, uh, aldehyde, which are byproducts of cinnamon juice. Dr. Ovadia's cinnamon extract has several potential uses, including... Disinfecting the air against the avian flu in airports, being used as an alternative to the flu vaccine. Immunizing chicken embryos against the Newcastle disease virus, using it in air conditioning systems and hospitals to prevent the spread of infectious diseases. Studies on the avian flu H9, the uh, Sendai virus, HIV and herpes simplex 1 have also achieved positive results. The extract has been found to both neutralize viruses as well as immunize against them. End of quote. When God endorses a product or an action, wise men and women get in line. God said Genesis 2, 7, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. God said Genesis 8:21, and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, "I will not again curse the ground any more for man's sake, for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I again smite any more every living, every everything living. Excuse me. As I have done," God said, Exodus 30:1 through 7. "And thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon of shittim wood shalt thou make it. A cubit shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth, thereof, four foursquare shall it be." And two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold. The top thereof and the sides thereof round about. And the horns thereof. And thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. And two golden rings shalt thou make to it under the crown of it. By the two corners thereof upon the two sides of it shalt thou make it. And they shall be places for the staves to bear it withal. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood. And overlay them with gold. And thou shalt put it before the veil. That is by the ark of the testimony before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning. When he dresseth the lamps, he shall burn incense unto it. God said, Exodus chapter 30, 34 through 36. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto thee sweet spices, stack tea, and onycha and galbanon, these sweet spices with pure frankincense, of each shall there be a like weight. And thou shalt make it a perfume, a confection after the art of the apothecary, tempered together pure and holy. And thou shalt beat some of it very small, and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation, where I will meet with thee. It shall be unto you most holy. God said, Exodus 30, 23, 24, and 25. Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure myrrh, 500 shekels, and of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels, and of sweet calamus, 250 shekels, and of cassia, 500 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, and of oil, olive, and hin. And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary. It shall be an holy anointing oil." Man said the Bible is not the holy inerrant word of God. The Christian God did not author the scriptures through holy chosen men. It is just the book of ancient, irrelevant writings of mere mortals. Now you have the record.